hear us through your AirPods or see us on your laptop, how about meeting us in real life? Because we're taking Queer Money on the road this summer and fall. Visit QueerMoneyPodcast.com forward slash tour or the link in your podcast player to find out when we'll be in your neighborhood. You're listening to Queer Money episode number 207. This week we're going way off the reservation with Queer Money. So if there are kids in the vicinity, you might want to put your earbuds in because we're covering some adult topics using some adult words. Today we're sharing with you the nine things we're doing to mentally survive quarantine. We hope our strategy will help you mentally survive quarantine as well. We make the Queer Money Podcast for you, so please email your money questions to questions at debtfreeguys.com or post them in the Queer Money Facebook group, and we may answer it in an upcoming episode. There's personal finance for the masses. This is not personal finance for the masses. This is Queer Money. The Debt Free Guys want to encourage you to exercise extra caution right now, as there have been an increased number of fraud, phishing, and other scams during the COVID-19 crisis. The foundation for living fabulously, not fabulously broke, is a good credit score. A good credit score can save you tens of thousands of dollars over your lifetime. A bad credit score can cost you tens of thousands of dollars and cause you to miss out on other great opportunities. Sign up for the free Improve or Build Your Credit Score powered by Experian Boost and watch your credit score improve by 5 to 50 points in 15 minutes. Go to DebtFreeGuys.com forward slash boost. Now, on with the show. Adult topics with adult words. Uh-oh. <laughs> My favorite kind of show. I think, I think we piqued everyone's interest right there, right? <laughs> so before we dive into all that, <laughs> first of all, we want to say thank you. So the reason we're saying thank you is that many of you have reached out to us via either the Queer Money Facebook group or some of you have direct messaged us or emailed us just checking in to see how things are going for us, which is awesome because mm-hmm. on a regular basis, we reach out and check in with everyone else and find out how things are going. So it's nice to get that re- little bit of reciprocation Thank you very uh, much. when we get those emails. Yeah. We know it's a difficult time for everyone that if you are working, you're probably stressed with work right now. Many of you are work, having to work many more hours. And if you're not working, you're definitely stressed financially. So we wanted to come up with just a somewhat lighter topic, but we also wanted to provide you with a little bit of some levity here with the show. We're not going to be talking so much about money and giving you do this and do that. Right. Do we know how to talk about anything other than money? Well, well I guess let's find out. <laughs> music. We can talk about music and movies. That's true. That's true. We have, <laughs> actually, we have been on a podcast where we talked about music. So Anyway, so we have nine things that we're doing while we're staying home. We kind of wanted to highlight this in line with or kind of remind you of episode 173 where we talked about habits of highly successful LGBT people. And sometimes successful LGBT people are just people who stay sane, (laughs) right? So we want to share with you some of the things that we're doing. If you feel like doing them, join us. If you don't feel like doing them, don't join us. <laughs> but to you. some of these are things that have helped make this situation a little bit easier for us. I did think it was interesting as we were preparing for this episode, how much of it did tie with episode number 173 and other topics that we've talked about, about success. So it's almost like we're doubling down on some of this stuff that we do normally anyway, but it's um, you know helping us even more today. Uh, so I think for that reason alone, it's uh, this is beneficial. Right. And I think that one of the big things is that Many successful people learn how to take care of themselves. 
and one of those things is is mental you know taking care of your your mental health and that's what some of these things are for us is they're taking care of our mental health success doesn't always have to just be about career and money and getting ahead in life success is has a lot of different facets to it and so sometimes it's just getting through the day exactly (laughs) all right so here are the nine things that we're doing not on a daily basis but regularly that are helping us get through the days right so our first one is we're actually reading more both of us find enjoyment in and this is something that's relatively new for me. I was going to say, um, but you were averse to this for so many years. <laughs> I have a whole backstory on why reading was was not the. I did a lot and lot of religious reading growing up, and so reading was never really fun for me. So as an adult, I didn't think reading could be fun. So anyway, so we're reading more. You may uh, remember in several episodes that we've talked about the kinds of books that we are enjoying, that we enjoy reading. A lot of them focus on quantum physics, the idea of what you do with your mind, the way you think brings about results in your life. And so we're doing a lot of that. I am rereading a book called Breaking the Habit of Being Yourself. I have a lot of habits that have been ingrained in me from childhood that I'm trying to break free from. And that book has been very helpful. It was, it was very helpful the first time we read it. It's even more helpful the second time I'm reading it. Yeah. And then um, you also recently read Playing the Matrix, which is something that I read several months ago, mm-hmm. maybe about a year ago. And we actually covered in depth both books, uh, Breaking the Habits of Being Yourself and Playing the Matrix in episode 154 of Queer Money titled Confessions on Self-Worth and Spirituality. And when we had sort of hit a rock bottom moment uh, about a year or so ago, um, we really relied heavily on these books. And so David's rereading Breaking the Habit of Being Yourself, and I actually just finished rereading that myself. He reread Playing the Matrix, which I'm going to actually pick up again. But we both actually just recently completed Conscious, A Brief Guide to the Fundamental Mysteries of the Mind, which wasn't as focused on quantum physics specifically, but it was still very mind-expanding, Right, very it, interesting. It has a lot to do with what is consciousness, who has consciousness, are animals conscious, are they not? Is matter conscious? Right. So, but some very interesting exploration in that book, not necessarily do does she land on all these, this is the answer, this is the answer. But I think that she poses a lot of questions and cites a lot of very interesting people who are working in that field. And I think it's very interesting how that topic of consciousness applies to the other stuff that we're reading, even indirectly. Right. Um, then, well, and it, one of the fundamental pieces that you and I went through when we were getting out of our credit card debt and becoming financially independent was this whole idea of being money conscious. Mm-hmm. And so it has to do with, again, has to do with the brain and putting that money into your brain. And how does that then facilitate the rest of your life? Exactly. And then um, I'm also reading, right now I'm reading presently, Becoming Supernatural, which is the follow-up to Breaking the Habit of Being Yourself by Dr. Joe Dispenza. Um, it kind of it breaks down Breaking the Habit of Being Yourself even further and provides more practical exercises to apply the whole methodology to your life. And I'm sure that David will like that when he reads it. And then simultaneously, he and I are both going through The Daily Stoic, which we just recently got. We're, we're relatively new to the book, but it takes the philosophy of Stoicism and from Marcus Aurelius and a couple other 
ancient Greek philosophers and applies it into a sort of a daily application format. And a friend of ours was, is reading that and she's talked about how it's really helped her during quarantine. So we thought, you know, this is a great habit for us to add to our daily practice. Each section is only like three paragraphs at most. So it's really something that anybody can easily apply to their life. So that's what we're also reading now simultaneously while we're reading Becoming Supernatural and David's rereading uh, Breaking the Habit of Being Yourself. So reading has become a, a great solace for us. Yeah. And if you didn't or couldn't tell already, at least one of us has a book obsession. So books can get a little expensive. Remember that there are ways to get this for free, especially for those of you who are trying to live frugally or keep your budget down, maintain a budget. There are ways to read books for free, either swapping them with friends if that's possible. Some neighborhoods have those free book exchange, a little, uh, it's almost like a mailbox library. And then remember the Libby app. So the Libby app is something that you can download to your phone or your computer, your uh, iPad or tablet, and you can then read books and listen to audiobooks checked out from your local library. Then the second thing that we're doing is as best we can, and I will say that it's, a, it's, it's not as easy as it normally is, um, but we're trying to maintain our exercising. Uh, we're used to working out uh, at least once a day, going to the gym to do our anaerobic exercise, running, all sorts of other things. And that's been a little bit more challenging, but to the extent um, that we can, we've been trying to maintain that as much as possible because it is very important for us. Uh, We have both realized that if we go several days or a week or more without exercising, it really starts to have an adverse effect on our mental state. We just don't feel as energetic. We don't feel as happy. We start to feel more slovenly and you know, we start to feel a little bit negative about how we look and feel. So maintaining exercise and exercising program has been very important to us. So we have actually been running quite a bit. Fortunately, we live nearby a park that's usually not too full of people. So we have been uh, running quite a bit. We've also actually been walking, maybe more so than we have in the past. Uh, we do like to walk. We've always been walkers, but even more so now than ever, because I think outside of working, the only other solace that most people have these days is watching TV, and we get tired of watching too much TV. And so w- when we don't really want to actually exercise, but we don't want to watch TV and there's nothing else to do, we're bored, uh, we go for a walk, and that's been uh, a great reprieve for us. Yeah. And the, the thing I love about us going on walks is it gives us the opportunity to talk with each other. Talking with each other, I think, is one of the ways that we grow together. You know, it's, it's unfortunate. I know people who are together, but always separate. You know, it's kind of like when you see those two people sitting in their booth at the restaurant, and they've got their dinner, and they're both on their cell phones, and you just think to yourself, are they really together? Us going for walks together, we don't take our phones with us, or sometimes we do, but we never pull them out. And we talk about a lot of different things. And it gives us the opportunity to express to each other how we're feeling, what is going on in our lives, which is how we're a support system to each other, or sometimes we're just a shoulder to cry on or somebody to bitch at sometimes. <laughs> and we all oh, need David. that, right? So <laughs> taking a walk and getting out with someone can be a great way to do that. Other exercising things that we're doing is we're doing a lot of body weight exercises, things like push-ups, sit-ups, air squats. Other things you can do is run the stairs and lunges. All these things really keep our, as John mentioned, keep our blood flowing 
puts endorphins into our system, which makes us feel better both physically and mentally. Yeah, and those exercises are all free. Um, they're free during quarantine, and they will be free after quarantine. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Number three here is that we're meditating more. You know, for me, it was a struggle to get into meditation. But I've had a couple of experiences now in my meditation that have been almost otherworldly, which has given me much more of a desire to feel that again because I got to a place where my body was completely relaxed and completely calm, which is difficult for me. But the other thing is, is it gives us a great start to our day. We try to meditate right away in the morning or within the, the first few minutes of getting out of bed. And it really does so much for us when we start off our day like that. Now, meditation, like I said, isn't easy. It's not easy no, it's to get started if you've never done it before. There's lots of places where you can get advice or help with your meditation. There's lots of apps or guided meditations that are out there. I think Omvana has, a free, has free guided meditations. So does Headspace and Calm. Now, John and I use a, have been more recently been using a guided meditation by Joe Dispenza that we really like. But there are other times where we literally will just sit for 15 to 20 minutes listening to just calm music and then we meditate on whatever it is that is we want to guide ourselves. Exactly. Tip number four, um, we have become a little bit more picky about the TV shows and movies that we watch. Shortly after quarantine started, we watched the movie 1917, which is about uh, a story within World War One, And we had wanted to see it for a while. It was nominated for the Oscars. We didn't get a chance to see it before. And it, when it had uh, been made available to rent or buy, I can't remember exactly what we did, we rented it and, and we watched it. And we kind of, it was a good movie. The cinematography was phenomenal, um, but it was kind of a... Um, while hopeful, but also depressing movie and kind of showed a slice of life that, you know, was not necessarily the place where we wanted our heads to be at the time. And a little bit after that, we watched the Beastie Boy Story documentary. <laughs> which is, which we highly recommend. Highly recommended. A whole different perspective on life, a whole different group of uh, different kinds of people. And it really highlighted to us like, you know, wow, it's, you know, things are already tough right now. Uh, we're already living in a, in a discomforting time. We don't necessarily need to watch discomforting movies or TV shows. So we've become very judicious about what it is that we're watching. One series that we just recently wrapped up, you're going to think we're, we're super fans, and we probably are at this point, but um, Dr. Joe Dispenza has a documentary series called Rewired, where he, in, in video format, high quality video format, he uh, explains the, his theory and ideas behind breaking the habits of being yourself. But then we've also, uh, you know, shows that we love to watch. Even some of them we're watching again, such as Schitt's Creek, we're finishing Veep. A couple of shows to kind of just keep, uh, stay lighthearted and, and happy because it's very easy for us to sort of, you know, kind of get mired in, in you watch the news, you get a little bit depressed, you read, the, you read the news, you get a little bit depressed, you hear stories from friends and family, you get a little bit depressed. We don't need, necessarily need to watch movies and TV shows that are depressing. Exactly. I think we enjoy some smart humor that can help us laugh. And, you know, I think laughing also releases endorphins. So yeah. it's good for the body. The other thing we're doing with our TV shows and uh, um, movies is we're watching a little bit more from positive thought leaders. And the reason I want to say positive thought leaders is that there are some thought leaders out there 
especially individuals who may be in the public eye on a regular basis, who are just constantly nagging, negative, 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 whether they're talking about politics or they're talking about the world or they're ta- whatever they're talking about. I think of a couple of news folks. They cannot not talk about something negative. And I just need to excuse myself, especially during this time, I have to excuse myself from stuff like that. So we've been listening or watching things from Lewis Howes, Jeff Walker, even a somewhat mentor of ours, Ruth Sukup of uh, the Elite Blog Academy has been putting out some videos that have been very helpful for us. How does your bank support the LGBT community? Not at all? For Pride in June? Or 365 days a year? Capital One proudly supports the LGBT community throughout the year. Maybe it's time to support a bank that supports us. Go to debtfreeguys.com forward slash cafe for more info. Want to be a part of the $1.7 trillion LGBT business economy? The National LGBT Chamber of Commerce New York is here for you. For your next big contract, mentor, coach, collaborator, and tons of new clients, join us at nglccny.org for the greatest concentration of LGBT and allied business leaders in New York. All right, so number five here, we're listening to some uplifting podcasts. What? Um, I recently discovered- Are there podcasts other than Queer Money? <laughs> yeah, no, you can't listen to anything else except for ours, no. <laughs> so I recently discovered a podcast called Manifest It Now with Cassie and Ginny, and I forgot to note their last names. Their most recent episode that I listened to, which was 231, just stellar episode. The other thing I really love is that these are two lesbians who are doing this. You know, it's very rare- that when John and I are out there looking for the kind of content that we're looking for, that we run across individuals who are part of the LGBT community. But when we get something that we enjoy, as well as it being someone from our community, we, <laughs> we kind of go ape shit on it, right? <laughs> and I think that's what's happening to me right now is with this podcast is I'm really, if you are into at all the law of attraction or manifestation or positivity, this is a great podcast for you to listen to. So I would definitely recommend this. Yeah, one of our gripes is we often say that the LGBT community is focused on three things. The three Ps, we call them penis, politics, and pop culture. And every podcast, every television show, every new, it just seems like every news person, whatever, that is LGBTQ is primarily focused on those three topics. So trying to talk about looking for other uplifting content, whether it's money-related, quantum physics, any sort of other topic, that also is from and being promoted by out LGBT people is pretty rare. So we do get excited about that. Exactly. One of the other podcasts I have been listening to for years now is a music podcast. It's called Sunsets by Chicane. That's uh, C-H-I-C-A-N-E. And uh, he's kind of a, I would say, chill out slash dance music, music producer, but he brings that kind of music into his podcast. And it's for me, it's the kind of music that I love to listen to that helps me either calm down or get myself in the right mood. So try that out too. You know, Listen to something that is in tune with what it is that you enjoy, kind of bringing more of that enjoyment into your life. That enjoyment is one of the things that can help you stay sane. Exactly. And tip number six, and we highly recommend this for everybody, and that is to better manage your social media. I mean, just like watching 24-hour news, it can really grate on you and bring you down and be depressing and 
you know, social media, I really think that there is an opportunity for social media to be uplifting. And there have been periods during this quarantine that it actually has been. I mean, I'm just thinking about all the quarantine memes. Quarantine is very serious. There's a lot of serious things happening right now, but we can't get so mired in the seriousness that it, that it ruins us indirectly or even directly. And, and I think some of the memes that I've been seeing on social media lately have been great, but I've also seen a lot of negative things on, on social media, as, as you probably have. Um, so we've been very diligent about not getting too mired in social media. In fact, we only really go to one platform regularly for personal social media media ing and um yeah you know, i in fact recently i started unfollowing a lot of people because one lots of people i don't even know two i don't necessarily need to see the negative content that, that they're promoting and if, if all they can do is talk about negative stuff i don't necessarily need to see that and then i've also updated my settings particularly with facebook you can actually choose on facebook what content you want to see first so I've highlighted, uh, I've chosen people who are uh, more uplifting people uh, or more uplifting platforms to see first, such as Lewis Howes, Lisa Nichols, Dr. Joe Dispenza, a couple other more positive platforms such as Gaia, that kind of stuff. So that I, I see that at least as much as I see my friends and family maybe talking about whatever they're talking about. And hopefully I'm not seeing so much of the complaining. Yeah, that, I completely agree. It's unfortunate that sometimes in some of the groups that we're in, that we do see some toxicity, uh, that we see people, you know, these kinds of people, the people that it just seems like no matter what is happening in life, they have to complain about it. They have to say something negative about it. You see somebody post a comment or post a picture and 90% of people would say something positive about it, but these people have to say something negative. And sometimes you just have to say, I'm not going into that group. I'm not going to follow that, check out that person's feed, or I'm not going to go to that page because I'm going to see that kind of shit. And I don't need that kind of shit in my life right now because I'm trying to protect my mental health. And especially if you're posting stuff yourself, right? So if you're posting stuff out there, remember sometimes it's okay to just post it and then never go look at the comments, especially if you're in business. If you're in business for yourself, you're trying to sell a product right now or you're trying to sell your services. Many people may be angry at you for trying to make money right now because they themselves are not or they themselves are not making as much money as they were in the past or they're feeling insecure. Remember, those insecurity things are going to come out and they may attack you. You don't even have to look at it. Do your thing and move on. Exactly. All right. So number eight is probably the one where we would say are some adult words and some adult topics are going to be covered. I'm sorry, you skipped number seven. <laughs> oh, I did. Well, you're right. I think number seven <laughs> probably leads a little bit into number eight, but we're trying to eat healthier. And one of the reasons why we're doing that is not only have we recently listened to and watched a lot of content about what is going into our food, and then what goes into our bodies when we put that kind of food into us. John and I have just, from personal experience, realized that our diet can have a huge impact on how we feel. We all know this, right? You go out to a very rich, heavy meal, you have a big dessert, you do that kind of thing, and how do you feel the next day? Well, if we're eating like that on a regular basis, we're just gonna continue to get lethargic. And we find that you know, food, no matter what way you look at it, food is energy. And if you're going to be consuming, you would never put shitty gas in your car, 
right? Most of us, when we go to the gas station, we want to buy the top grade gas because we want our car to run the best it can. Well, why do we not do the same thing for our bodies? Our bodies are even more important. So, so often on this show, your analogy is about cars. <laughs> well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, we're trying to take care of our food intake better, but that also includes drinking. I don't know how many memes. We actually have a friend on Facebook. If she's listening, she'll probably know who she is, but every single day it's drinking memes on Facebook. Like, 10, 20, 30 memes all about drinking. That's her niche. And yeah, it is. <laughs> I guess it is her niche. She just likes to talk about alcohol all the time. <laughs> and one of the things that we're finding, especially during quarantine, is a lot of people have kind of become a little bit social alcoholics, <laughs> I guess you might say, is that there's a lot of talk about alcohol. And I think the, you know, it, there's nothing wrong with wanting to have a drink. John and I do that. Actually, well, this is one of the things we've been doing is, is being very intentional about our drinking. We both enjoy martinis. John likes gin. I like vodka. If we're going to have a drink, we're going to have a good drink. And we don't need to go overboard because then we're going to feel like crap the next day. Or you know, it's not about getting chip-faced. It's about enjoying what we have. So I guess I get to talk about tip number eight, which is the fun topic. Yeah, yeah, you do. <laughs> <laughs> number eight is uh, we've been getting more intimate with each other. And yes, that does include we're having more sex. That's been kind of fun. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck the stress a- away. <laughs> <laughs> At least some of it. <laughs> some of it, <laughs> right? literally. You know, and it's not just about having intercourse. Well, that is the cherry on top of the ice cream cone. <laughs> but we have been, you know, cuddling more, uh, kissing each other more, telling each other we love each other more, giving each other unasked for unrequested massages, and just kind of being a little bit more unreciprocated sometimes. <laughs> it's hard for me to massage you. You're taller than I am. Okay. I have to reach so far up. <laughs> um, and so we're, we've just actually found that we've been becoming uh, more intimate with each other, all varying degrees, and you know, that, that that releases more endorphins into your body that makes you happier, that lightens the mood. And, you know, that all of those endorphins, all of that little stuff can, can totally compound on each other and help you stay more positive. So to the extent you can, try to be more intimate with your partner. And, you know, I've read studies about this. Masturbation has a very similar effect. So um, if you don't have a partner, don't be inhibited by enjoying yourself. Yeah. Now, of course, we want to remind you if you have an, a sex addiction, then please be cautious with what we just said. <laughs> but sex can be a very positive thing that it, utilized uh, healthily. It can it can really help for you. Absolutely. So just like like lots of other things. Yeah, right. everything's in moderation, right? Yeah, right. alcohol is fine. You can you know a couple martinis a week is is fine. Watching a little bit of TV is fine. But doing almost any of that stuff, and, and, and it's the same thing with credit cards. Using credit cards to uh, you know a little bit is is fine, but using it too much is where you have to see the uh, the problem. Yep, exactly. All right, let's get off that topic. Why? <laughs> no, I know that we would love <laughs> to talk about that a little bit more, but that's not what this show is about, mm. right? So the last one is one I think that every single one of us can implement more in our lives. Even outside of quarantine, probably. Yes, exactly. And it's not just about ourselves, but also about others, and that's being more forgiving. We are a little bit more forgiving of ourselves when we look at ourselves in the mirror these days. <laughs> We're a little bit more forgiving when 
I make a gigantic bowl of popcorn. <laughs> and your bowls of popcorn have been getting bigger and bigger in quarantine, I will say. Yeah. Um, and I will confess, I forgive myself when I eat that pint of ice cream. Right. And if you decide to spend half a day or a whole day sitting on the couch watching Netflix, forgive yourself. Just don't do it all the time. Sometimes that's, that's what you need. And exactly. I, I will, there, there have been a couple of times during quarantine where I'm just, I just literally need to sit in bed all day and watch TV and not let other people's opinions or judgments make me feel bad. That's what I needed. And if, if, that, if you need that for yourself, don't feel inhibited from doing that. Yeah. And if you need a little bit more help on that topic, episode 196 and episode 186, we talk about financial forgiveness and then how we are affected by trauma with Nick Venagoni, I think is how you say it. I always have a hard time with his name. But both of those episodes really kind of talk about how we are, can take care of ourselves. But also remember, if we're taking care of ourselves, we can take care of others by forgiving them as well. Exactly. So those are our nine tips that we've implemented in our own lives to help survive quarantine. Hopefully they'll help you. So after you listen to this episode, please hop into the Queer Money Facebook group. Let us know which one of these you're adopting, how they're working out for you, or if you have any other tips yourself. We and our community would love to hear it. So thank you for joining for another episode of Queer Money. Thank you for listening to another episode of Queer Money. Here's your Queer Money takeaway from this episode. Don't forget to take care of yourself by picking one of our practices to apply to your life. Let us know which one you pick, how it's working out for you, and share it in the Queer Money Facebook group. We'd love to hear you. We make the Queer Money Podcast for you, so please email your money questions to questions at debtfreeguys.com or post them in the Queer Money Facebook group, and we may answer it in an upcoming episode. The Debt Free Guys want to encourage you to remember to use mobile and virtual banking services during this time. Also, Remember those who may not have grown up using these kinds of services and lend a hand wherever possible. Remember, the foundation for living fabulously, not fabulously broke is a good credit score. A good credit score can save you tens of thousands of dollars over your lifetime. Bad credit score can cost you tens of thousands of dollars and cause you to miss out on other great opportunities. Sign up for the free Improve or Build Your Credit Score powered by Experium Boost and watch your credit score improve between 5 and 50 points in 15 minutes. Go to debtfreeguys.com forward slash boost. From Los Angeles, California to Winooski, Vermont, we're taking queer money on the road. Join us as we gamify personal finance with Queer Money Bingo or catch our signature Live Fabulously, Not Fabulously Broke Talk and so much more in between. Check out queermoneypodcast.com forward slash tour or the link in your podcast player regularly for date and location updates.